The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Get ready for another new week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, August 14th, 2023, Monday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Maximilian Mary Kolbe, priest and martyr. He was born in 1894 and entered the minor seminary of the conventual Franciscans in Lviv, then Poland, now Ukraine. He was ordained at 24 and saw religious indifference as the deadliest poison of the day. He had already founded the Militia of the Immaculata, whose aim was to fight evil with the witness of the good life, prayer, work, and suffering. He dreamed of and then founded Night of the Immaculata, a religious magazine under Mary's protection to preach the good news to all nations. In 1939, the Nazi panzers overran Poland. Kolbe and his friars were arrested, then released in less than three months, but in 1941, Father Kolbe was arrested again. Now a prisoner had escaped, and the commandant announced that ten men would die. As they were being marched away to the starvation bunkers, number 16670 dared to step from the line. I would like to take that man's place. He has a wife and children. Who are you? A priest. The commandant ordered Father Kolbe to go with the nine. Their slow starvation began in darkness, but there was no screaming. The prisoners sang. By the eve of the Assumption, four were left alive. The jailer came to finish Colbe off as he sat in a corner praying. He lifted his fleshless arm to receive the bite of the hypodermic needle. It was filled with carbolic acid. St. Maximilian Colbe died August 14, 1941. St. Maximilian, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I offer you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray World Youth Day in Lisbon will help young people to live and witness the gospel in their own lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel today, we read your words, Jesus, to your disciples in Galilee. You said to them, The Son of Man is to be handed over to men, and they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. The Son of Man will die, but he will rise again, always. And today also we celebrate the feast of St. Maximilian Kolbe, on whom those same words were fulfilled. The story of St. Maximilian Kolbe is well known, I guess. 
after the outbreak of the Second World War. He was one of the few friars who remained in the monastery, where he organized a temporary hospital. And after the town was captured by the Germans, they arrested him on the 19th of September 1939. And he also refused to sign a document recognizing his ethnic German ancestry, which would have given him rights similar to those of German citizens. Upon his release, he continued the work of his friary, where he and other friars provided shelter to refugees from Poland, including also 2,000 Jews whom he hid from the German persecution. And on the 17th of February 1941, the monastery was shut down by German authorities, and St. Maximilian Kolbe and four others were arrested by the Gestapo and imprisoned. And finally, in May, he was transferred to Auschwitz, as prisoner. 16670. And we remember, Jesus, that at the end of July, the prisoner escaped from the camp and the deputy camp commander picked up 10 men to be starved to death in an underground bunker to deter further escape attempts. But then, one of the selected men, Franciszek Gajunicius, or something similar to that, <laughs> started crying out my wife, my children. And St. Maximilian stepped forward and said he wanted to take his place. And the commander was astonished and asked him, who are you? And he said, I'm a Catholic priest. That was it. No name, just a mission, a vocation, an identity. I am a Catholic priest. And I do what priests should do. To give up their lives for the sheep. And so he was allowed to die in the place of that man. And in his prison cell, St. Maximilian led the prisoners in prayer. And each time the guards checked on him, he was standing or kneeling in the middle of the cell and looking calmly at those who entered. And after they had been starved and deprived of water for two weeks, only St. Maximilian and three others remained alive. So finally, they were given lethal injection and died precisely on this day, 82 years ago. And upon his canonization, Pope St. John Paul II declared St. Maximilian Kolbe as a confessor and a martyr of charity. So today, Jesus, it's a good day to pray for charity, for increase of charity in the world. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Certainly, one can think, charity is not very fashionable nowadays. People are more concerned about what they can get than about what they can give. There is, as someone told me, a new pandemic of narcissism. It is quite a statement. But there is no doubt that charity is endemic. Jesus increased our charity. Let's transform this world by infusing charity precisely where, where it is more needed. As St. John of the Cross said, Where there is no love, put love, and you will find love. As fast as gossip can spread, charity can spread. As fast as bad news spreads, or hatred spreads, or panic spreads, so can charity spread. Jesus 
we ask you today for a campaign of charity, a global movement that can switch the currents. In general, everyone feels sorry for those who suffer, whose pictures you can find in the news or in some magazine. Everyone feels sorry when seeing pictures of children starving, when reading news about abuse or exploitation or human trafficking. Feeling sorry for those far away is easy. Sending money to your charity and even volunteering to pick up litter to preserve the planet. But those close to us may not be the objects of our pity or compassion. C.S. Lewis wrote it in his screw tape letters. I hope you know the book. It is composed of a series of letters that a senior demon sends to his nephew, an amateurish tempter, to teach him the tricks that can beat humans. And in one of those letters, this senior demon deals with this topic. And he explains to his nephew, do what you will, there's going to be some benevolence, as well as some malice, in your patient's soul. Patient being that person he needs to tempt. And so the devil continues, the great thing is to direct the malice to his immediate neighbors, whom he meets every day and to thrust his benevolence out to the remote circumference to people he doesn't know. Malice thus becomes wholly real, and the benevolence largely imaginary. There is no good at all in inflaming his hatred of Germans if, at the same time, pernicious habit of charity is growing up between him and his mother, his employer, and the man he meets in the train. You know, that's the end of the quote. And the message is clear. Everyone has good feelings. The problem is we may not have those for the people who live in the same home with us. The temptation, Jesus, is to have charitable feelings for people we don't know, people we see in the news, and foster more uncharitable feelings for those we meet every day, at work, at home, and the neighbours. Said Maximilian Kolbe, who have thought, well, I see, these ten men have been unlucky. Let's pray for them. <laughs> he could have justified himself, saying, what's the point? We will all die here one day. Or, I may do more good if I stay alive. Or even, if God wanted me to die, he would have made that I was chosen among those ten prisoners. But St. Maximilian didn't make excuses. He laughed his neighbour the one who was next to him that day. Jesus, in this time of prayer, we can think of the lack of charity we have had with those around us. Ask yourself, in your prayer, am I a source of charity? Those in my home, my neighbours, do they feel loved by me? Or am I one of those who can be very nice to strangers on the train, but doesn't stop? barking at home. <laughs> As a child told me one day in school, my mum is very nice when we have guests. <laughs> well, we may not be asked to give our lives for our friends in the sense of dying for them, but we are all asked to give our lives for others, to live for others, to give oneself for others. This is the essence of our religion, love. There may be other things that we are not good at, but love, 
We're all meant to be professionals of love. We'll have what it takes to be a driving force of change, an incentive for change, to put love where there is not love and find love. Jesus, help us to transform this world following the example of St. Maximilian Kolbe. Your example, Jesus, to lay down your life for your friends. And you, Mary, my mother immaculate, enlarge my heart to love as you love. First, those who are closer to me. And little by little, like concentric circles, to transform the world, teaching people to love. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RolifeUpRadio.com and on the Rolifeup Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Rolifeup Radio and the Rolifeup Radio app. Celebrating St. Maximilian Kolbe, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation, 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours, around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. 
The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this. And should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise, so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation, and always giving thanks to you. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I have known tribulations and distress. But But in in your your commands, commands, 
I have have found found consolation. From the book of the prophet Hosea. Thus says the Lord, Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. You have collapsed through your guilt. Take with you words and return to the Lord. Say to him, Forgive all iniquity and receive what is good, that we may render as offerings the bullocks from our stalls. Assyria will not save us, nor shall we have horses to mount. We shall say no more, our God, to the work of our hands, for in you the orphan finds compassion. I will heal their defection, I will love them freely, for my wrath is turned away from them. I will be like the dew for Israel, he shall blossom like the lily, he shall strike root like the Lebanon cedar, and put forth his shoots. His splendor shall be like the olive tree, and his fragrance like the Lebanon cedar. Again they shall dwell in the shade and raise grain. They shall blossom like the vine, and his fame shall be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what more has he to do with idols? I have humbled him, but I will prosper him. I am like a verdant cypress tree. Because of me you bear fruit. Let him who is wise understand these things. Let him who is prudent know them. Straight are the paths of the Lord. In them the just walk. But sinners stumble in them. I will heal their unfaithfulness. I will love them with all my heart. For For my my anger anger is turned turned away away from from them. them. I will avenge their blood. The guilty will not go unpunished, and the Lord will dwell in Zion. For For my my anger is turned turned away from from them. From the letters of Maximilian Mary Kolbe The burning zeal for God's glory that motivates you fills my heart with joy. It is sad for us to see in our own time that indifferentism in its many forms is spreading like an epidemic, not only among the laity, but also among religious. But God is worthy of glory beyond measure, and therefore it is of absolute and supreme importance to seek that glory with all the power of our feeble resources. Since we are mere creatures, we can never return to him all that is his due. The most resplendent manifestation of God's glory is the salvation of souls, whom Christ redeemed by shedding his blood. To work for the salvation and sanctification of as many souls as possible, therefore, is the preeminent purpose of the apostolic life. Let me, then, say a few words that may show the way toward achieving God's glory and the sanctification of many souls. God who is all-knowing and all-wise, knows best what we should do to increase his glory. Through his representatives on earth, he continually reveals his will to us. Thus, it is obedience and obedience alone that is the sure sign to us of the divine will. A superior may, it is true, make a mistake, but it is impossible for us to be mistaken in obeying a superior's command. The only exception to this rule is the case of a superior commanding something that in even the slightest way would contravene God's law. Such a superior would not be conveying God's will. 
God alone is infinitely wise, holy, merciful, our Lord, Creator, and Father. He is beginning and end, wisdom and power and love. He is all. Everything other than God has value to the degree that it is referred to Him, the Maker of all and our own Redeemer, the final end of all things. It is He who, declaring His adorable will to us through His representatives on earth, draws us to Himself and whose plan is to draw others to Himself through us and to join us all to Himself in an ever-deepening love. Look, then, at the high dignity that by God's mercy belongs to our state in life. Obedience raises us beyond the limits of our littleness and puts us in harmony with God's will. In boundless wisdom and care, His will guides us to act rightly. Holding fast to that will, which no creature can thwart, we are filled with unsurpassable strength. Obedience is the one and the only way of wisdom and prudence for us to offer glory to God. If there were another, Christ would certainly have shown it to us by word and example. Scripture, however, summed up his entire life at Nazareth in the words, He was subject to them. Scripture set obedience as the theme of the rest of his life, repeatedly declaring that he came into the world to do his Father's will. Let us love our loving Father with all our hearts. Let our obedience increase that love, above all when it requires us to surrender our own will. Jesus Christ crucified is our sublime guide toward growth in God's love. We will learn this lesson more quickly through the Immaculate Virgin, whom God has made the dispenser of His mercy. It is beyond all doubt that Mary's will represents to us the will of God Himself. By dedicating ourselves to her, we become in her hands instruments of God's mercy even as she was such an instrument in God's hands. We should let ourselves be guided and led by Mary and rest quiet and secure in her hand. She will watch out for us, provide for us, answer our needs of body and spirit. She will dissolve all our difficulties and worries. Be imitators of God as his dear children. Follow the way of love, even as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as an offering to God, a, a gift, gift of, of pleasing, pleasing fragrance. fragrance. Do God's will with your whole heart as servants of Christ, a, a gift, gift of, of pleasing, pleasing fragrance. fragrance. Let us pray. O God, who filled the priest and martyr St. Maximilian Kolbe with burning love for the Immaculate Virgin Mary and with zeal for souls and love of neighbor, Graciously grant, through his intercession, that striving for your glory by eagerly serving others, we may be conformed even until death to your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord answers the question, who should pay taxes? It's in this morning's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Rollerfoot Radio and the Rollerfoot Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Rollerfoot Radio and the Rollerfoot Radio app. It's Monday, August 14th, 2023. 
the Memorial of St. Maximilian Kolbe. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord stresses the importance of being a good citizen. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And he will be raised on the third day. They were greatly distressed. When they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the half-shekel tax went up to Peter. Does not your teacher pay the tax? Yes. When Peter came home, Jesus spoke to him first. What do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take toll or tribute? From their sons or from others? From others. Then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, as the Lord pointed out, you can't be a bad citizen and a good Christian at the same time. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. The Church has always encouraged Christians, citizens of the temporal city and of the eternal city, to faithfully fulfill their temporal duties, guided always by the Spirit of the Gospel. The others should see in us the light of Christ reflected in honest work in which we carefully fulfill our due obligations to our employer and fellow employees and to society through the payment of just taxes. Similarly, students should strive to form their conscience properly in their new profession, and professors should prepare their classes daily, improving their lessons year after year without falling into routine or mediocrity. Mothers should take care of the home, their children, their husbands, if necessary, paying a fair sum to whomever may assist them with the household chores. Good Christians cannot be bad citizens. Mistaken are they who affirm that we have no home here and look only to the future, and therefore are careless as regards their temporal affairs. They do not realize that their faith obliges them to fulfill these duties with perfection according to their personal calling. The Christian cannot be satisfied with fulfilling only his family and religious duties. He should be present, if possible, where the affairs of the neighborhood town or city are decided. His life has a social and political dimension that springs from faith and affects the exercise of the virtues, the essence of Christian life. From this perspective, the social and political dimension of charity acquires its full nobility and dignity. It is an effective love for other persons that is realized in the pursuit of the common good of society. 
As Christians who are called upon to be saints in the middle of the world, we should always keep present the nobility and moral dignity of social and political commitments and the great opportunities they offer to grow in faith, in hope, in love, and in fortitude, in detachment and generosity. When these social and political commitments are lived with a Christian spirit, they become a strenuous school of perfection and a demanding means of living the virtues. If we are citizens who fulfill our duties in an exemplary way, we can thus show the way to Christ to many. In our days, a new and unformed mass has arisen in lands of old Christian heritage, while the world, in all its breadth, is a field of apostolic action that should reach all men. Today, the church and all of her children are enrolled in a mission, and the leaven should now exercise her renewing function. This is possible when we realize that we are full-fledged citizens with rights to exercise and duties to fulfill and with a desire to face up to the difficulties that life in the midst of the world entails. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God's holy martyr who did Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home and a swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, 
they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed Blessed are are they they who dwell dwell in in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, let us climb climb the mountain mountain of of the Lord. In the days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, let let us climb the mountain of the the Lord. Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the the Lord Lord and and bless bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple, O earth. 
tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord, for he comes. He comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song, announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing Sing to to the the Lord Lord and and bless bless his his name. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in His consolation. The Word of the Lord. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The The Lord Lord is my strength, and I shall shall sing His his praise. praise. The Lord is my Savior, and I shall sing His praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. Christ will be exalted in me whether I live or die. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
to shine, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Christ will be exalted in me whether I live or die. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the Word of God. Let us praise Him in remembrance of them. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed us by your blood. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And And forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who filled the priest and martyr St. Maximilian Kolbe with burning love for the Immaculate Virgin Mary, and with zeal for souls and love of neighbor, graciously grant, through his intercession, that striving for your glory by eagerly serving others, we may be conformed even until death to your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And so the day and the week begin. Let's keep it holy. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.